0: Uh, let's get this going um, this is going to be a podcast on my serial killer project for forensic science um, I'm doing my podcast on Jack the Ripper this is what I researched about him what I found out about uh, him so there might be some stuff that I didn't find I don't know um, but uh, this is going to be my best at explaining who he was even though know, they didn't know a lot it's basically educated guesses but I'm going to do my best to educate on uh, who he was and what he did. All right. So, uh, his uh, biography, uh, also parts of his childhood. Uh, there's about as much information uh, on Jack the Ripper's childhood as there is on him in general. Uh, he most likely had a disturbing childhood, as most serial killers did. Um, it's safe to assume. That it was a lot like the uh, modern and a lot of other serial killers. So like it met you know, like that serial killer uh, status quo. Um, his parents uh, were most likely involved in his childhood as well as siblings. And that being rough, uh, he could have had problems with his mother or an ex-lover. Uh, which could point towards his fascination with a, f- a female anatomy. Uh, and uh, Jack the Ripper—he was obviously educated as well uh, in the subject of human anatomy, specifically female anatomy. Um, and like his cuts on his victims were very precise, so it was obvious that you know he there was some background there or some trade or skill that helped him out. He he was obviously schooled. Um, It's believed that he was a loner because a family would have gotten in the way of that lifestyle. Um, Also, it's believed that he definitely had a mental disorder of some sorts. uh, Because he lacked compassion, uh, most definitely, and uh, he was very brutal. He was very precise, but he was also very brutal in his work uh as as he would uh, cut up these these women and he he, w- he wouldn't hide them either he would just leave them where they were uh that's about uh what i have for his uh, bio and childhood um there's several presumptions of who people think there was like one of them was a, i believe a danish barber or polish barber they thought that it could have been him, but uh, main researchers—they just—it's debunked because none of this can be proven to be exactly true. But um, you can't really, you know, tell, and we might never know, or you know, because it was in 1888, around that time. So you're not—we we might not figure it out. Um, let's move on to his uh, criminal activity. Ah, uh, the nature of his crimes uh, was most uh, most likely out of spite or for pleasure, because um, you know it all dealt with women, and like he cut out some women's wombs, and 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 he raped women as well. The ones he killed, uh, I don't know if he did that before or after. It's not specified, at least in what I've been reading, and you know, what I've researched. Um. All, uh, his criminal activity happened between August and November in 1888, like I said. Um, he had five victims, and uh, they were all horrifically mutilated, but one, that was Elizabeth Stride. Like I said, he cut out one's womb, some of them, uh, their he- their faces were torn up, it it was pretty bad on the uh, galleries I've looked at, but there's not really much to see, uh, surplus-wise, because, uh, I mean it's just it happened so long ago, you know. There's just not much information in general. Um, there was an ins- at this time, the media coverage on this was insane, and the hype of it, even for the late 1800s, newspapers were becoming very prominent. They already were very prominent. Uh, but with not that many readers. The ca- this case of Jack the Ripper drastically multiplied the number of readers of weekly papers. Uh, people flocked to the newspaper stands to read to see if the Ripper had been identified or to see if he'd killed again. It was huge. It was like the O.J. Simpson trial of that time or whatever you want to call it. Um, yes, he's mostly likely dead. I mean... It's been roughly 130 years. You know, I don't see how he could still be alive. Um, all of his criminal activity happened in the Whitechapel district in the east, uh, east end of London. Uh, that's where he did all of this. Um, still hasn't been... I mean, people, with his criminal activity, um, people are still trying to find who he was... And there's still tons of researchers today thinking they know who it is. Some people are definite on the idea of who they think it is. But, like, it it can't be... Until it is for a fact proven and all the different major researchers can agree, then I don't see in any way how they they can prove that it was one person. But, uh... We can try to... Okay. But, I mean, they can try what they want, but. Anytime someone comes up with a new hypothesis, it just gets debunked by the higher-up people that know more or have more power in this study. Um, let's move on to uh, the characteristics. Um, he was most likely a power-slash-control type killer because he, didn't, he, uh, he left one victim alive while killing the others that showed that he had, he had control in the situation. That's what he liked. And also, like I said, he probably had a bad past with an ex-lover, or a, a mother, and that could lead to something to do with his power, with power and control. Um, but uh, besides the one that he left alive, he butchered, uh, butchered the others, excuse me, uh, horribly. Um, also, he most likely could have been hedonistic, um, seeing that his victims were all. Females and usually prostitutes. Uh, if you don't know what hedonism is, uh, being hedonistic is to seek pleasure in any way possible. It's like living a life seeking pleasure. Like that's that's what you're about. Um. Also, uh, he could have been hedonistic. One thing that points me to that is because he did remove one of the victims' wombs, like I said, and that points me to sort of like you know a messed up. He, like I said, he most likely had a mental disorder. Um. So, but like the deal with the, all the female victims, I mean that's that's really pointing me towards the hedonistic side, because the X lever thing could really be pushing him there. Because he's most likely insane. Because a lot of serial killers they're insane, and they derive the pleasure from killing and raping. And the fact that he took out a woman's womb is showing me it kind of puts it together, uh, really well. Um. And uh, Jack the Ripper, he like I said, he killed most likely because of distraught childhood problems or problems with the next lover. I know I've said that a lot, but that's because he targeted women and specifically those who committed lewd acts. So like he might have had, you know, sexual problems. He could have been raped as a child, maybe by his mother, maybe not. He could have been frustrated in an ex lover. And that's why he targeted these women, or these prostitutes, these women who committed these things—all uh, this sex for money and stuff like that. He could have seen it as a sin. He might have thought he was cleansing the earth when he did this. Uh, there's a lot of things that you could try and pinpoint. Um, he, uh, everybody pictures him as a top hat wearing guy. I mean, at the time, everybody—you know—everybody you know, everybody wore hats, but you know. Uh, But the thing about him targeting prostitutes, I mean, that really sets me off to hedonism, all the things I've mentioned so far. And it's just very gruesome what he did. Um, But um, (laughs) I just don't see in any way he was not hedonistic. He had to see, I've, there's been too many cases he had to have sought pleasure from this or from what he did to, to women because he didn't have male victims. He wasn't like that. I'm. I, it's pointing sexually, straight sexually, uh, to, to the fact that he killed women and butchered them the way he did it. It kind of reminds me of Ed Gein in a way, but not all the way. But uh, like the way he did it, and the way he would cut them up. But um, that's what I have on Jack the Ripper, uh, if you listen to Thank You.